This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good afternoon, St. Louis. DGS on KMOX. Happy Thursday to you. Beautiful day out there. Uh, I got Michael Kelly sitting in with us today. Thank you. Hey, guys. That's nice. I love it. I'm glad to be here. Uh, Michael has this habit of doodling. Uh, he's a big doodler, and yeah. I remember the first time I actually looked at one of his doodles, it's probably been two years ago, I was just getting to know Michael, didn't have a feel for the guy yet, and he was doodling uh, the whole show, and then he got up and left, so of course, I grabbed it and looked at it, and it was a guy with a mailbox head who appeared <laughs> to be giving birth to the New Jersey devil, yeah. and, uh... <laughs> I was just like, okay, he's more interesting than I thought. Good, I'm good. Looking yes. at this out, you just you drew me. Is are you this creepy? No, guy? no, the guy with the flat top. Oh, the flat top. <laughs> Drew thought I was hanging that guy. He's in the shower. <laughs> he's in the shower. <laughs> oh, yeah, not sure which is It does look a little bit like the hangman thing. Why yeah, is yeah. he wearing clothes in the shower? Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> it would draw be my weird hair? if you drew a naked because, stick figure. <laughs> because we were in the office and I didn't want to be inappropriate. Well, and have him naked. That's good. You use a lot of ink in your doodles. Do I? Yeah. Huh. So you you actually paint though, right? I do. Yeah. I paint. I I'm needle pointing right now. I love it. I'm needle pointing, and I've been a pretty good needle pointer. It and needle pointing in is one of those that once you get the rhythm down, you can do it. But uh, it's more complicated than it looks. Didn't you try yeah. it, Rach? Yeah. I so Michael said that he did needle point, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love to sew. I'm gonna order some stuff from Amazon thinking it would be, like, something you could just pick up. And then I looked at it, and I'm like, yeah, maybe this is for an after-the-new-year type of hobby. Uh, like, yeah. it just felt overwhelming to start right now. It's good for airplanes. Oh, like, I bet. Because then you're, you know, you're locked there for two. By the way, do you, you guys ever wonder what's wrong with the people on an airplane who sit and have no earphones? Yes. <laughs> they just sit there. And they just sit there yes. and stare away. I had a guy next to me oh. yesterday on the airplane, and I was like, this guy's a serial killer. I mean, we were two and a half hours on the flight. He didn't listen to anything. He didn't read anything. He just was there standing straight okay, ahead. I have to say, nap. I'm that guy. Oh, but no. it's because I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> I can never make anything work, like technologically. And uh, everyone's like, download some Netflix. And I'm like, Darty did it. Like, I have no idea how to do that. <laughs> and then I also don't understand this. Like, okay, put your phone on airplane mode. And then you hit the 10,000 feet. And they're like, okay, now you can use your devices. My device never works. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't understand how so, anything works. And if you can't focus while, like some people say they can't read. Because I'm assuming you're not a reader on the plane. Like you can't read. I mean, I probably would be. But yeah, so, no, not really. So here's here's what you do. You get a People magazine. Mm-hmm. You just look at the pictures. 
Mm. And you don't what have to Dave. <laughs> I've never felt dumber. <laughs> what doesn't work hey, when Dave, you turn gonna, off? Dave, I'm going to give you an orange and paint a face on it. <laughs> that, that'll that'll get you to L.A. <laughs> and you can just point to the hot, to the hot people, and yeah. then you can just point to them. Slap the page. turbulence in there, Mr. Orange. Yes, I'm very frightened here, Dave. I'm pretty scared. I'm going to get a vodka. What do you want? Whiskey for me. No. It's hard to focus sometimes on a plane. And there are these things called pop-up books. What doesn't work on I'm, your phone? I mean, I, I'm kind of a starer. Yeah. You just stare off into space. Mm-hmm. I put think? my, my uh, sunglasses on so people don't know what oh I'm just staring. Oh, my gosh. Definitely a serial killer. That's not a bad move. What, yeah. I don't get what you said. What doesn't work on your phone? Anything. Well, I'm assuming Why? you have to buy yeah, Wi-Fi Yeah, you have to pay for Wi-Fi. I do that, and it never works, and I'm too big a punk to, like, raise my hand and ask. <laughs> you don't have songs on your phone? Uh, they don't work, dude. I don't know what you're not getting about this. They don't work. Mm. They work every time if you download them. If yeah. you're only streaming them. He doesn't them. know how to Again. download them. Yeah. Oh, there's a little button, it's an arrow, you point it, and it I have it a in. different point of parliament. Are you allowed to bring needlepoint needles? Oh, good one. Oh, yeah. On, on a an plane? airplane? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you don't tell anybody. <laughs> how, how how long are needlepoint needles? Uh, less than a what a inch, inch and a half. Okay, yeah. I don't. So it's about you, like. But that. you can't take like I, I'm not a pocket knife guy. But can you take a pocket? No, knife? No. 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 Okay. no. So I was in, a, in the airport yesterday. I noticed that when the when I got something to eat at Margaritaville, you know where to find a place when you're eating that. Oh yeah. Um, Wasting away. I had a a fork that was real and a plastic knife. Do they do that because you'll take the knife on the airplane? <laughs> I guess maybe <laughs> I've really? never seen it that it's really? usually either or I've never seen the mix. Yeah. Well, it was a plastic knife yeah. in this fancy restaurant or no. maybe they were just out. Yeah, yeah maybe and I was just like, the dishwasher wasn't and then there. I, so I rationalized in my head. Oh, they're worried. I'm going to take it on the plane. Are you allowed to take like bottles of booze that you buy? Aren't you? If you yeah. buy them in the terminal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. You Have they never seen an old Western? Can you just bust <laughs> that thing? <laughs> right. I mean, like, you know. It's performative now. Yeah, I guess you're right. You think? I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because if you knew what you were doing with a needlepoint, it'd take you a while. But, I mean, you could hurt someone with that, right? Sure. But, I mean, I I don't feel like, uh, you know, a lot of people say the TC, T, T, whatever they TSA. are, the TSA people are, you know, checked out. I kind of feel like they're they're there. I, um, I'm always, I always feel so guilty about everything. So, you would be the one and I saw something. this meme. I sent it to Ranj the other day, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, this is you!" And it's whenever I'm going through TSA at the airport, there's always a moment when I think, "Oh my gosh, what if I accidentally have a gun? I don't even own a gun, but I think like, what if there's a gun in my bag and I don't know it, and I'm just terrified?" And he's like, "Yep, that's you." I literally have thought that like, "What if there's a gun in my bag and I don't know it? I'm afraid of that." <laughs> I think I found someone worse than me. <laughs> so, do you think you like? Like black out and then wake up as a different personality, and then when you go back to sleep, you wake up as Amy. Wait, would this have to do with the gun at TSA? Yeah, because other you, you would know if you have one. I think you hit I another know. nerve with her. On well, there. Yeah, plants a gun on. Well, her. the good news is that Amy doesn't have anyone in her life who puts things in her backpack all the time, well, Kevin. When we and then she discovers them when she gets home. When we were flying back from DC, Phoebe got caught with real I'll kill you scissors. Oh. And uh and they're like uh you want to tell me anything about this bag little miss? And <laughs> and I'm walking up getting ready to go into dad mode and she's like no. And the guy's like sure, nothing in there that might cut me. And she's like no and he pulls out regular scissors. 
And I'm like, for the love of God. And uh, then he goes, well, you're just under. And something like the from, you know, the blade of them, you can be no more what? than like five inches. I could have killed everyone on the plane with those scissors. Right. So it's all kind of a. I had Crap scissors shoot. with my uh, stuff really? yesterday, but they were only like. See, I didn't even know you could bring fingernail clippers. <laughs> like I, I'm like, I take that out of your bag. Yeah. You can't bring them. Or no, you I can? didn't think you could, but apparently uh. you can if you can bring little scissors. Hmm. Why are you looking like that, you Kevin? Are... <laughs> he looks like that all the time. <laughs> Do you remember back in the day? Uh, You're Sam, just facing a different Sam angle. <laughs> the what? The comedian oh, Sam Kennison. Oh yeah. Did you ever hear the story he talks about? He gets into a fight with his wife or something, and she put a gun in his bag, and he went to the airport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah! <laughs> back in the day when that could have been a funny joke. Yeah, now you're okay. going to prison. And probably exactly. back in the day, if you did that, it would have been like when you got pulled over for drunk driving in the 80s. It'd right, be like, like, dude, put it in your car. Yeah. Like, you're probably not even getting arrested. Yeah. I'll, yeah, they don't like jokes at TSA. They also don't like jokes. Border security. My uh, no. This was years ago. My dad, one of his friends, and then his brother, not my dad's brother, but his friend's brother, they were in two cars, and they had been fishing in Canada, a bunch of guys. And this guy's a jokester. And so as he was coming up to Border Patrol, coming back into the U.S., you know, the agents go, sir, do you have any uh, weapons, drugs, or um, plant life, vegetation? And he said, oh, no. We put all of that in my brother's car, and then they went through, and then, I mean, the troops were unleashed on his brother's car. What has to be one of the meanest jokes you could possibly play on someone. Oh. Yeah, that's not new, either. That was like that in the 80s. <gasps> I think that's when this we was. We used to cross that border. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah, say, yeah. we used to do that in high school, and if you even joked about anything, oh. they were going to pull you over. They're going to tear your car oh, apart. You're going to wait for I told you guys before, when I flew back from Germany... Uh, out of Deuce, nah, wherever the Lockerbie plane took off from. And I was 26 and feeling my oats, and a very attractive security lady said, uh, do you have anything on you that could be considered a lethal weapon? Oh, no. And I say, it depends on how close you stand to me. Oh. Next thing you know, I'm in the oh. basement going through a Jason Bourne uh, interrogation, yeah. and I did have, like, a samurai sword on me that I was... Uh, <laughs> one thing, I did have a, a little one. <laughs> and uh, I did I, have my sawed-off 12. Days. I had to sit in the back of the plane wearing a vest <gasps> that said security risk on it. No! <laughs> For, like, Are you serious? Six, oh, That's kind of badass. Really, yeah. I didn't see it that way at the Nobody, time. Nobody's giving you the side eye, though. They're like, mm. what kind of wear a vest? Like, oh, no, that's the name samurai. of my band. <laughs> <laughs> Security risk is a good well, you, band name. You probably can remember when you could smoke on an airplane. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. For sure. Because I'm, I'm too young. I don't I don't remember that. <laughs> well, okay. Wow. <laughs> that's okay. You're <laughs> old enough. Michael Kelly's like, I'm going to dunk. <laughs> no, I wasn't dunking, but I'm just saying. But I remember the planes when we... They they put a screw in the yep. uh, the the, the ashtray so yep. that you couldn't do how, it. How old are you? And I think you? about that all the time. I'm like, he's 48. 48. I'm I, like, how I'm do 52. I, I remembered it. You remember people yes. smoking on an airplane? Yes. I don't remember people smoking on an airplane. Well, that four year window, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> and now looking back at it, when you're on an airplane, like I was on it yesterday, I was like, if somebody was smoking, oh, oh, yeah. it would it'd be only so take nasty. one person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be beyond nasty, and it used to be more than half the people were smoking the entire flight. Oh my Whoa, god, it was bad. Ugh. Yeah, how? Ugh. Ugh. Even as how a kid, was it was that? just like, Ugh. We had our uh, DGS family Christmas lunch today. Yes, mm. and Rach wouldn't let me go get donuts. Yeah, yeah that's, I, that's not true. That's not true. I'm like, hey, we should get uh, we should get some Pharaoh's donuts. 
And she's like, ah, I don't know. And then we. Because it was a long walk. We started getting closer to where it would be. And I'm like, is it one block? And she's like, oh, it's on a barge in the river now. <laughs> so yeah, they moved it. They moved it. I said it's like two blocks. It was a total mom thing. <laughs> they moved it to Grafton. <laughs> exactly. It's closed on Thursday. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. What Can't was lunch? do it. El Burro Loco. Oh, it means yeah. crazy donkey. It's good. <laughs> it was delicious. Mexican food, though, it's it's like hard to screw up Mexican food, isn't it? It's mm. just all yeah, it, the same yeah. ingredients thrown on a plate. But when it's special, it's special. Yes. Yeah. yes. Like Chavez, I think, it, am I saying that right? Chavez. Yeah, I think that's special. Uh, Cantina Laredo and Clayton, I think, is special. Yeah. But then you got a million just like... I think they just have molds in the back where they just take leftovers and shape it right. into something and like, yeah. I think I could so be good. a Mexican cook because, like, I don't know how to make any of it, but it's all the same stuff, just kind of wrapped in a different piece of flour. I think or it's wrapped a, a different way. That's like American Mexican cuisine. Right. Like, that's yeah, yeah. been well, Americanized. That's where, where we are. Yeah. 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 Well, no, I know, but it's like, <laughs> there's, it's not as monotonous. It's not like a monolith of cuisine. Yeah. It's like our, what we're used to is like, we want this. Watered down. Yeah. Hey, you know what? It's, it's like that with Italy and China and every other it's country, true. too. Mm hmm. It's true. Although it's I would so say good. the opposite, Mexican though. Food. I think with Mexican food, we've watered it down. With everything else, we've fried it and covered it in sugar. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And I'm not sure why we made that decision with Mexican food. But I don't know. Thankfully. 122 DGS. Uh, one more thing on the on the airplanes. I saw an article today that uh, airline people, the, the ones who, who work for the airlines, uh, the people who get up too early to get in line to board the plane, they call them, hold on, they call them gate lice. (laughs) (laughs) And and a psychologist was talking about (laughs) why people do that. And? Uh, It's just what you would think, super anxious, don't want anyone to get ahead of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they do it even when they have an assigned seat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and everything, I mean, everybody has either an assigned seat or an assigned group. Mm-hmm. Right, even on Southwest, you're mm-hmm. in a group. So, like, and what's the purpose? What, what's I don't get the good of being in there early. It just means you sit there and wait. So, if you have an assigned seat, like it's American or United, it would benefit you to be first in line to ensure that you have space in the overhead compartments. Right, that would be the one yeah. advantage. I mean, you don't want to be one of the last people on. Who had the story today about someone who had to give up their seat? Me. Yeah. What was the deal there? So Southwest apparently is doing a new policy for mm-hmm. customers of size, mm-hmm. basically larger people, yeah. to where if they're like spilling over into the next seat, they can request that they are able to sit in both seats for no charge. Well, that's stupid. And it could result in other passengers being no, kicked off the plane. No, no, no. No, I'm sorry. You get to leave the plane. I mean, that's just, come on. I get it if the seat's open. That's fine. I don't have any problem yeah. with being so, like, hey, we have open seats. We'll rearrange and you can have that and we're not going to charge. And that's what ideally they want to do. And they also said ideally these customers would book two seats ahead of time and then get a refund later. Well, that's not, fine I, too. Not, no, no, no. Not ideally. That's what you have to do. Yeah. And that's not discriminating against someone. That's simply, hey, there's one seat per person. And if you need two because of your size, you have to buy two. Right. Or... The, the the airlines can make extra wide seats for people of size, and then they can sell them at a premium if they need to. But yep. that's between the large size flyer and the airline. Nobody else should pay the price no. right. for anything. No. It would be like, for example, when I go to movies, I 90% of the time I go by myself. And 100% of the time 
I am up in the corner and I buy two seats so no one sits next to me. That's just, and it's not, and so if I went in and I didn't do that and someone was sitting next to me and I said, I'm really uncomfortable with you sitting next to me, that's my problem. Yeah, it's interesting because even the idea of you buy the two seats and then you get refunded later by the airlines, okay, that that makes sense at first, but then in the practicality and execution of it, what defines being big enough to get that second seat refund? Because, I mean, you do not have to be that big to kind of spill over into the second seat. I mean, even someone who isn't obese, but is just maybe very tall uh, and then, you know, proportionally wide would spill over into the second seat. So who are you to say that this person deserves a refund and you don't? Do you start weighing people? Do you start measuring people? And then who's to say that like a physical inconvenience is somehow uh, has more merit and validity to it than maybe a a mental or psychological inconvenience where like, well, I really, really struggle with having someone too close to me and their arm is touching me. Which is real so thing. I want a refund from my second seat that I bought. I just think the execution of it could be messy. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not a serious thing, but they have restrictions at theme parks for the rides. You can only be so tall, heavy, whatever, or too short, you know, too small. If you're a kid, I don't... I know that's not a thing. Like, people need to fly. People have to go places, whatever, whether it's work or a family event or a funeral or whatever. But there's already kind of a guideline. Yeah. And you'd have to – you probably have to figure it out. But it, it, maybe it's just a measure of ratio to your you, a person's frame and the size of the seat. When I was a kid going to Six Flags, there was a Yosemite Sam. And uh, you got to be tall, tall as me, partner, to ride the Screaming Eagle. And the worst day of my life was when I was as tall as Yosemite Sam. <laughs> because no more excuse. I was I was small <laughs> until ninth grade, and I always had that excuse like, ah, oh, boys, I'd love to go with you. You know, I love the coasters, uh, which I was terrified of them. <laughs> I'd have been in DeSantis boots to get on that thing. I, if I, of, I used to be in line. Like once I was big enough, I'd be in line with my pals. And, of course, the line's really long. And I'm just getting more and more anxious the closer we get. And then you get into the the real line. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. And people are like, Under the canopy. I'm going to get in the front. I'm going to get in the back. And I'm like, oh, God, my kidney's on the outside. You know, I'm just like <laughs> trying to think of anything I can. <laughs> it looks like it's going to rain, fellas. Let's just yeah. get oh, out yeah. of here. Yeah. Let's, no. let's head back to the car. <laughs> and then once I did ride coasters, uh, I mean, I'm just not a coaster person. Mm-hmm. I, I just, not. like, the whole time, I'm like, this is pure hell. Oh. <laughs> Why am I paying for this? Isn't that amazing? Like, I, it just, it, it always is to me. Like, it's pure hell to you. Different brains. And I just, I'm like, yeah! Yep. Well, and that's where I am with this, the heavy person stuff on the airplane, is that I've had that person sitting next to me, and you can feel that body heat radiating off. So I'm... And whether or not they pay for the extra seat, I don't care. I kind of like the concept of them having to pay for two. I think it ought to be a section that, that that the big people sit in because how are we supposed to know? Like, I want that spot. And You've been drinking, haven't you? There's nothing <laughs> You're worse. You're taking some stands. Yeah, there's nothing worse than some body heat coming Here we off. Go. And the, but <laughs> fortunately, I always, like, try to lobby to get, like, somebody like Amy who can sit there, like, Indian style and the, the you know. He's hitting for the cycle. <laughs> and, the, and the seats and not cause any trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like, fold her legs up and stuff. Just going to fade the music up. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 433 DGS. Tomorrow is uh, my last show of the year. Uh, Wheels and Rage will take over, and then Hancock and Kelly will do the week between Christmas and New Year's, so I appreciate everyone pitching in and letting me have a little bit of time off. Uh, we will be live tomorrow at uh, the Hardee's Mid-Rivers Mall Drive uh, for Operation Food Search. There from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Rach and I already put together the t-shirts, got them in my Jeep, got 30 of them, XLs, Ls, mediums, and so if you want to uh, pick the litter, you should probably be there uh, by 1 o'clock, or at least in the 1 o'clock hour. We're only charging 30 bucks. Uh, it would be great if you gave more than that, because it's all for charity, but uh, there you go. Uh, Michael Kelly's got his right there. I do. I'm going to wear it tomorrow. It's a good-looking shirt, right? It is. I like it. Uh, whoever did the logo did an incredible job. I did. Uh, <laughs> mm, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Wheels. Wow. You said something yesterday that was so smart and so funny, oh. and it registered in my brain, but I was too busy trying to think of my own smart, funny stuff, and <laughs> I blew right past it, but when we're talking about the Donald Trump trading cards... And if you buy, uh, there are 47 digital cards, and they're like 100 bucks a piece. And if you buy all of them, you get a physical trading card. And you said, so you pay $4,700 for nothing, and, and at the end of it, what you get is a little piece of cardboard. Yep. And I was just like, in my mind, I'm like, that was funny. Move on. Uh, that's so true. It's so true. You get digital nothings, and maybe I'm just showing my age. I think that the digital NFTs are nothing. And then you get a piece of cardboard well, you know for what's five on, grand. But you know what's on the card. Oh, yes, we do. Ooh. You know all this, Michael? No. Well, is this a part of his suit? Oh. Yes. 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 <laughs> this guy, he's beard. So, he got a swatch of his suit. Billionaire, you know. So, Andrew, as a card collector, is this appealing to you? Very. I need the I need the Trump suit. You know what? I'll tell you something though. If I all it. I cared about was investment, I bet you they continue to go up in value. I bet you they do. The really? problem the actual yeah. cardboard. So the problem yeah. is Yeah, I'm yep. sure they will. I mean The problem is there's all so uh stuff like that in the card I don't know a whole lot about this side of the card world because I do more like the, the game side as opposed to like You don't know that much about presidential indictment <laughs> suit cards. <laughs> but I know a little, actually. 
And from what I know, the obviously the most important part about this is the verification process, right? You have to be able to verify this suit did actually, right. this swatch did actually come from the suit that he was wearing when the mugshot was taken. And I, I'm almost positive, based on the incredibly shady nature that they're going about all this, that there is no way to do that. Mm-hmm. So there, it's probably mm. not really going to hold that much value because mm. there would be no way to like really verify. Yeah, this is definitely. But what how, if it smells like self tanner and regret? <laughs> I mean, there's no regret That's, in there. Dude. I was gonna say, then you know it's That's not fake. real because <laughs> how the big companies, how the big companies do it. The big companies like Panini, like if you want a Michael Kelly uh, uh, show worn suit jacket or whatever on your card. You, Michael has to send that to the company, and the company cuts it up themselves, yeah. and then that's how they verify it. Yeah. There's footage of them cutting it up. There's footage of them well, receiving it, that sort of thing. But I get that more than I get the NFT or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's, that oh, yeah. makes absolutely but, no sense, no matter even if it's the Van Gogh. No matter yeah. how many wow, smart wow, guys think that they're going to be able to explain it, they can't. If you have it and you show it to someone and they just copy it, they take a screenshot, they now have what you have. Right. Because you don't get, you don't have anything. Yeah. It's not exclusive to you until, I mean, un- unless you never show anybody. And then in which case, what value does it have? You never get to show anybody. Yeah. I think it's these tech bros, like, trying to find more ways to make money. Like, Oh, whole- yeah. I mean, look, the, and there, there's a reason why all the NFT things, the big ones that were trendy for a long time, they've all crashed. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> it's not that hard for someone to hack a computer and steal something. But also, if it's just a photo on a screen or if it's a drawing on a screen, if it's just like it's not a physical copy, well, then it can be copied in the snap of a just all you got to do is, you know, click your mouse. It's copied. And now I have it, too. And I can look at it. and It looks just like yours. How is yours any have any? How does yours have any value? If mine can look exactly like yours on a computer screen or on a phone. I agree. Did you guys see the uh, the kerfuffle with the Boston mayor? No. Yeah. She is of Asian descent, and she sent out an invitation for a Christmas party uh, for non-white people, and she accidentally sent it to white people, <laughs> and so white people got pissed. Now, here's the here's the kicker. Uh, she came out and defended herself, and she said, look, we've all made this mistake. And as I'm reading it, I'm waiting for, I really shouldn't have done this. It was really, you know, not inclusive on my part. She said, we've all made this mistake. We've sent it to people we shouldn't have sent it to. I apologize. I sent it to white people. I meant to only send it to non-white people. (laughs) Like that was, that's what she was upset about. Yeah. It was a Christmas party. I think it was phrased for electeds of color. Yeah. That's who the party was for. And she accidentally sent it. To white people, I mean, it's this is this is a real issue, though. It's it's sad that we're in the state, and, and there were a lot of people defending it as well, saying, "Well, we all need uh, spaces where we feel safe or we feel celebrated." But you're starting to get now in public schools, and this has happened at multiple schools across the country, where you have classes that are being taught separated by race, and you you can't do that. We we fought to get away from that. Uh, and that is breaking civil rights, uh, the Civil Rights Act by now resegregating class. I don't care if you say it's the name of us in the name of safe spaces. This is not a healthy environment for our kids to start separating by race again. Crazy. What do they do at a non-white Christmas party that they wouldn't do at a white Christmas party or something? I mean, what, I, I think what would it was be the supposed- purpose of it being? 
race specific. You know what I'm saying? I, well, the way they said it was that it was like a safer space to celebrate what electeds of color have accomplished. But I would say that it would mean a lot to celebrate that with everybody involved. Um, but the, it was basically a, a, a safer space. And I just feel that it's just not a, not a good direction That's to go. That's a pretty broad assumption that it's automatically a safer space without the seven white council members. Like, yeah. is it, this was, it was just for the city council, right? That, I mean, because the way it was put is that all 13 members of the council got an invitation. Yeah. And then they had to rescind the invitation <laughs> yeah. for seven, the seven white council members. So you're telling me that those, I mean, again, maybe they are terrible people. I have no idea who they are. That's a pretty big bad. jump. Well, and like Dave said, I was shocked by her apology. She was apologizing for sending it to the wrong people. Apologizing for getting caught. Yeah, basically. Rachel, want to break the bad news about Raja? Yes, Raja the elephant at the St. Louis Zoo is being moved out of the zoo at either either the end of 2024 or early 2025. That seems wrong. I'm devastated. Not, not for him. He's going to chase some girls, That's dude. True. Did you see they got like three girls lined yeah. up for him? Oh. Yeah. Well, well, in that case, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, he's related to, he's to everybody Columbus. at the at the St. Louis Zoo now, so they're moving him out so he can go breed somewhere else. But it's yeah. just sad for so everyone move him who to Hartford. <laughs> yeah, they don't mind. mad if they're 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 moving you because they want you to you know have sex and they don't take you to someplace warm in a beach. No, we're going to send you to Columbus. <laughs> Story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they moved me to Camelot. <laughs> <laughs> he's related to everybody here. We got to move him down the hall. Uh, okay. <laughs> Anyone here a morning person? Like, you enjoy getting up early? Okay. I'm raising my hand. Uh, then you probably have an extra heaping helping of Neanderthal DNA. I believe it. That's why the, most people who are morning people have more Neanderthal DNA than the rest of us. Which is hilarious because I don't know if any survival skills come with that. But like, I well, can Neanderthals barely... didn't survive, so I'll take that <laughs> as a guess. good thing for me. I mean, I don't know, because, like, I can barely survive in Clayton. Like, I don't, I have no skills. People have asked, how far back could you go and still survive? I'm like, 1972? I don't know. I'm worthless. So waking up early is the one thing I have, I guess. What do you like about it? Like, I like Mm. the days that I am up early, the quietness, and the absolute no really responsibility to anybody because when it's five in the morning yeah. and you're up, yeah. it's not it's like, oh, world. I can call the mom and, you it, know. There's no, there's no traffic. There are no angry people. Everybody up is just friendly and bright. The day is full of potential. You feel it, it, there's an special peacefulness about it, watching the sunrise. I, I mean, I love mornings enough that I freak out when I'm up and it's like midnight and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss the morning. Like I, I need to go to bed. I freak out staying up late. Are you chipper when, when it's like I five? Wake, what do you think? I wake up in my brain. This is me slow. Like my brain is firing. Like every the way people put it is they're like, wow, you're a lot when you wake up. I wake up and my brain is just firing on all cylinders. What What is Amy like when she's pissy? Like what is your version of You've grumpy? Seen it. You should, you've seen it. Ron just seen it. I think I've been grumpy here. This place brings out the worst in me. <laughs> Her grumpy is we haven't like, noticed. It's like Amy's grumpy is like really like nice and level. It's Andrew, not that seen hard. It. Andrew, what is it? You've Guys, seen it. Sit down. I'm trying to talk over here. <laughs> it's, uh, it's 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 pretty dark. It's uh, 
It's not super uh, pleasant to be around when she's for, like, Are you I making really a joke or for no, real? No, no, I'm being totally serious. Well, but it's not like mean yelling. What no, it, it's, it's not sad. like mean yelling. It's a lot of like, uh, it's a lot of negativity. <laughs> and I mean like like vocal negativity. Yeah. And it's just whatever like somebody says, you'll just kind of like shoot it down. It's a, in a good very thing you have Ranji award winning positivity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's really yeah. where Ranji's positivity perfect comes into play. Yeah. It's a perfect pairing. But yeah. yeah, like you'll, somebody will say like, oh, there's pizza out there. And you'll be like, it's probably burnt. Or something it's like so funny that. I, like, that's totally not what I was I'm thinking. Like, her, <laughs> what I'm her, her like negativity doesn't yeah. even register to me. That's yeah. how low on the level it is. Rachel, you're talking about people waiting an hour to try the new Cosmics. Yeah. Uh, there's an In and Out <gasps> burger. I saw this. That just went into Idaho. Legit eight hour line. I don't for the drive-through. Eight hours. What? It's a. It's a fast food. You burger. almost said a word. It's a fast food burger. It's fine. And it'll be there three days. In and Out burger. Exactly. Yes. And in a month. And in a year. <laughs> and and in, a, in a week or two, it's just going to be the normal. Mm-hmm. Drive through. What like? It's it, it can't be that good. Would it's not that a, good. Would I, you wait an hour for Cosmics? Never. I, would. I wouldn't wait an hour for any fast food on the planet I'll ever. Have you had In and Out burgers? You see, oh, it's the greatest. Yeah. Thing they're very out. good. Yes. yes, they're very not good. Not not ha- no. No, it it blows Shake Shack or any of this stuff away. It's what a, is yeah. it about them? It's fresh. It's it's simple. Um and. Uh, it's not overdone. No, it's very well balanced. Yeah. It's, it's. I mean, like you taste everything you're supposed to. It's not like overwhelmed by salt or pepper, or it's not, and it's not dried out. It's. I mean, they're good. They're really, really good. It's still a fast food burger. What would yes. you wait eight hours for? Nothing. Food. Charlize Theron. <laughs> Can we get him every day? <laughs> yeah. Got some hot takes. I mean, even even as insurance, just in case I say something terrible, I can go. Have you heard, Kelly? <laughs> you have any anything? Eight hours in line. What would you wait for? Hmm. Who, who would you wait to meet? Nobody. No one. There's not a person on this earth. No. That I would wait eight hours. And I'm, I was trying to think. Would I wait that long to get tickets to see a band? I don't think I no. would. I mean, outside of like, would you wait eight hours to save the lives of your family? Well, of course, but maybe anything like no entertainment? No. <laughs> you know what? You're negative. If I'm negative, yes, it's only because I learned it from you. Dave, oh, now we're seeing it. Is, Dave, is there anybody? <laughs> no one's ever accused me. Of you being would positive. like famous person, a band, anything? You'd wait eight hours just to no see them or get an autograph? Because no way. No. My gut is no, but like. Well, then she's in college. Like at KU, there's this thing where you camp out for a week in a little group that you give a dirty name to get KU front row yeah, basketball tickets. But that's a fun group I thing. Know, you're hanging out and you're having food and beer and stuff. And I was soured early on uh, with the meet and greets. Yeah, uh, Maureen was working for I don't know a, a music station, and we got to go backstage for the Doobie Brothers. And I'm all excited. And uh, we're doing the meet and greet. And I happen to hear the lead singer say to one of the other guys, oh, my God, this is the worst part of my day. When is yeah. this over? And me, Jolly Rancher, I was like, oh, the Doobie Brother doesn't want to meet me. Like, <laughs> like, I was shocked. If you said, would you wait in a line eight hours for a chance to spend two hours with someone that you, you think is an amazing yes. talent? Yes, I would do that. Yeah. To shake their hand and get an autograph? No, that's it's ridiculous. Or just, just I just walked past the president. I don't care. Good for him. He should pay to walk past me. Hey now. <laughs> Can someone check for a gas leak? I know. What's happening? I'm afraid. Wheels just hates anyone of power. No, I don't hate them. I just don't care enough to be like I'm going to waste all of this time to see you up close. Whatever.
Speaking of, come meet us tomorrow at the Operation Food Search. <laughs> yeah, but you can hang out. You can hang out with us. Not eight hours. It's yeah. not eight hours. No, but so. you're not going to walk. Right. You're not going to have to wait eight hours. And you don't have to walk up, say hi, and then leave. You can hang out. 154 DGS. Okay, we should have talked about this before, but the Otani thing, I'm just curious. So I know he's deferring his money. Yep. He gets $700 million over 10 years, right? That's that's what the contract is worth in total, yeah. Yeah. So for the first 10 years, he'll get $2 million. Yep. A year, yep. Which is less than most players. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And so then for the next 10 years, he'll get $68 million a year. Yes. Okay. He's, he's doing this because then that frees up more money for them to spend on other players while he's still active and playing for them. And he's how old-ish? He's 30. Okay. So 29, he'll maybe? He'll make $2 million a year until he's 40. And then from 40 to 50, he'll make basically $650 million. Yeah. And he the reason it doesn't matter is he he already makes more than $50 million a year he's off the field. He's already got money. Well, he already, yeah, I mean, he makes $50 million a year in endorsements, and that's going to go up with the Dodgers. It's yeah. going to be seventy-five, eighty a year just in endorsements, so he doesn't care. But then that allows them to have more cash on hand to spend on players to make sure they're good while he's there. But it hoses all the players that come after that, right? Because everything – now, who knows what it means. In 10 years, the Dodgers could have double the current revenues that they have now. I mean, they're already almost a billion dollars a year in revenue, so – you know, but it's all about the luxury tax. That's what everybody's trying to get around is this competitive balance tax. So the reason the team loves this is that that only counts as $46 million a year toward the tax mm-hmm. instead of seventy. So that leaves basically another $25 million they could spend on other players without having to go over this tax. Okay. And that just gives them – so they're they're about – they're trying to sign the other Japanese star player who's coming over, Yamamoto. The Dodgers uh, are? Yeah, yeah. They're Jeez. trying to sign him. They're going to – they're supposedly close to making a trade with the Rays to get one of their pitchers. I mean, like, they're going crazy all in. Sure are. Because that was what you're selling Otani on. The reason he wanted to be a Dodgers is because he wants to win. And Be that, tough to lose. Well, yeah. I mean, and look, they, look, here's the thing. They're probably going to win their division most years. They're going to be in the playoffs most years. They have been the highest spending team in baseball for 15 years, and they have one World Series, and that was in the shortened season for COVID in 2020. So spending all that doesn't guarantee a damn thing because in the postseason, it's a lot more random. But also, it's like, like this is the thing that people don't seem to Do get. Do they sell out all the time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're always number one in attendance. It's always Dodgers and then Yankees Cardinals in one order or another. It's like mm-hmm. oh, It's almost always those three teams that are the tops in attendance. Which is really cool, given the size of our city. Yes, yes. And that's something, by the way, that Cardinals should be, and I think have admitted, not have, I don't think, I know they have admitted, that's one of their big concerns, is another bad year like last year, that yeah. number's going to start to go down. For sure. Because you haven't had that forever, which is why there's consistently Does the number. anyone, you or anyone in the building, uh, building in, in the room, I know, Michael, you, you have uh, season tickets, that uh, the next generations are less baseball-y or less cardinally. Anyone have any indication of that? Not from my experience, but again, you know, there are a lot of people that are not around younger sports mm-hmm. fans who would say, well, I don't know anybody. Well, yeah, but you're not in that group. You know, I'm too much in that group. Like all of the young, you know, the players mm-hmm. I'm around, they're all baseball players. They're all baseball players. So, of course, that they're, they're, they care and they watch and they go. But, I mean, I don't think it's any, I don't think that's any different. As long as the team is good mm-hmm. and they're popular, you will have new generations of fans that go. So, Kevin, you can tell me what you think of this, just being around, like, the Jar family, right, and the, and the kids and their friends. With with younger kids, like, the NBA is immensely yeah, popular. Yeah. Even in St. Louis, where we don't have an NBA mm-hmm. team, I, I have yet to find, like, a, a kid who just doesn't hmm. care about the yeah. NBA. Well, there's always a storyline. There's always drama. 
Got a little bit of a professional well, wrestling element like that. They're going to have to win for us to, for me to be able to give those tickets away. Last year was really hard to yeah. give away. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.